Hello and welcome to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and see what God is brewing for us, what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And I'm nailing that so far. I'm doing pretty well other than the the brew bit. Hey, you know what? We're, we're growing. We're growing along the way. Um, I'm really excited for the tea we're going to try today. But before we get into that, let me just read the scriptures we're going to be talking about today to make sure that you are reading the right ones. They're also written down in uh, the description of every video or audio platform that you are on today. So we are diving into Psalm 48, verse 9 to 14. Luke 19 to 45 verse, sorry, 19 verse 45 to chapter 20 verse 26. Deuteronomy 31, 30 to chapter 32, 52. Okay, if you could follow that, well done. Probably just go look for them in the descriptions. But let's try out this cup of tea, which I have been holding out for Because I knew I was going to be doing Tea Week Takeover. There has been a tea in my cupboard that Harry has been raving about that I have not tried. It is the Bell Classic Apple Pie Tea. I have been holding out for this moment. I have exercised some serious self-control. And I have made the tea to the specific specifications. And I'm going to try it for the very first time. I must say... It smells very cinnamony. It smells like an apple pie. I've added a little bit of milk because they said it was optional. So I'm like, mm, why not? It smells exactly like I want it to taste. So I'm not sure. I think the smell of a tea is always a little bit um, uh, deceiving. But here we go with the Bell Apple Pie Tea that Harry has tried. I have not. Let me give you my review in a second. Hold on. Mmm. Okay, okay, okay. It's got a really great aftertaste. And when you when you sip it, you smell it first, and then it tastes like it smells at the very end. But it tastes like normal tea when you're just like in the middle there, you know? Hey, I like it though, because I like normal tea. It's definitely just a little bit different than I expected. But I'm gonna finish that after this. Before we get into the brew, Let's check out the Bible. Is that what it is? What do we say? No, that's what he says. Enough of the brew. Let's get into the Bible. I thought there was no nothing else we needed to do. Let's get into the Bible. The actual reason why we're here. Stop talking about nothing, Annalise. Start talking about the Bible. All right. A couple of years ago, I ran my first half marathon. It was a big achievement for me because I was never a long distance runner at all. And while I was in the middle of training for this and doing all those big runs, I found myself talking about it a whole lot. I fell into that classic crossfitter trap where it's kind of all that you talk about. Harry must have gotten so sick of hearing about it, poor guy, because I was just excited. I was proud of myself. It was a big achievement. I found myself talking about it a lot. One thing that me and the average CrossFitter do have in common, though, apart from the fact that we're both very fitspo, is that we were passionate about what we were talking about. And we do tend to, as people, talk about the things that we are passionate about. 
You don't really have to spend too long with someone before you understand the kinds of things that they're into because inherently, as people, we tend to slip in our interests and our passions into conversations. And I'm really challenged by this thought. As I was writing this, in all honesty, I'm working in a secular environment in this season and I just am wondering, do the people I work with know that I'm passionate about Jesus? Am I slipping the fact that I went to church on Sunday into the conversation? Is that something that they're aware of? But this talking about what we're passionate about thing is so true in the Bible as well. And Bible in the Year plan is an awesome type of devotion because you can start to see common threads throughout the Bible and things that keep coming back, recurring over and over again. And you can start to understand the passion of our God. And we see a few common things in our scriptures today. So we're going to pull them out. Some things, common passions, common themes that we read right throughout the Bible. God is a passionate God. Did you realize that? He is a passionate God. I mean, you're you're a hundred and however many, 110 days in. So I'm sure you've seen some recurring themes. I'm sure you've seen a representation of his passion. But if God is passionate and God is God, I want to be somebody who leans in and takes notice of what he is passionate about. Because if God's passionate about it, it's worth being passionate about. So in our psalm today, echoed in a few key verses, I see one of the greatest recurring themes of the whole Bible, God's passion for us. God is so deeply passionate about you. And if you didn't realize that, have a little think about how far he was willing to go to be reconciled to you. We see it in the scriptures today below. It says, within your temple, we meditate on your unfailing love. My gosh, I read those words, unfailing love, over and over and over again in the Bible, especially in the Psalms. And in verse 14, it says, for God is our God forever and ever. And I just love that repetition. It shows a sense of passion forever and ever. His love is unfailing even when we fail. He is our God and has promised to be our God forever and ever. God is passionate about you, something worth taking notice of. In Luke today, we see Jesus' passion for his house. And we don't just see his passion demonstrated in words, but in his actions as he drives out the vendors from God's house. There was some serious passion attached to those moves. Another depiction of the story in a different gospel has the disciples bringing to mind that scripture that says, zeal for your house consumes me. This was a moment for Jesus where his consuming passion for God's house drove his radical behavior. It's something worth us taking notice of. Jesus loves his house, his church. And we talked yesterday about the fact that church isn't perfect. No church is perfect. But my gosh, is it worth fighting for? And that's what Jesus is doing in this passage. When I see the passion of God on display in the word, I want to take notice because if God is passionate about it, I want to be passionate about it. And I am so deeply passionate about the house of God. I want to encourage you today. I don't know how you feel about church. 
I don't know how involved you are in church, but get yourself planted in a house. You may have experienced hurt or disappointment from an imperfect church, but if Jesus is passionate about it, it's worth taking notice. It's worth taking charge of your life and saying, you know what? I've been hurt. You know what? God is bigger. And if he cares about it, I'm going to care about it. It was challenging. Ooh. But if Jesus is passionate about it, so should we be. And in Deuteronomy today, let's move on. Not just in this passage, but in so much of Deuteronomy, we see one of God's great passions, and that is for justice and righteousness. He is a righteous God. He is a just God. He is a perfect God. And he requires righteousness from his people. We see this so clearly all throughout Deuteronomy. To truly love God is to seek to live a life that is righteous. Woo, that's challenging. To truly love God is to seek to live a life that is of righteousness. To be righteous, I looked it up, is defined as to be morally right or justifiable. And you might ask, how on earth do we do that today? What is morally right? Everyone seems to have their own truth. There is so much moral confusion. But this is why the word of God is so, so important. And you know this, you're 110 days into reading a Bible plan. You're committed. But because these pages, there is truth. In these pages, there is truth. The undeniable, absolute, unequivocal truth. And God has laid out a way to live pleasing to him. And he is so passionate about it. I'm going to say it again, to love God is to truly obey his commandments. He shouldn't just be a savior in your life. He also deserves to be Lord. And if you've not been feeling like you've been nailing the living righteously thing recently, be encouraged today. John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. God is passionate about you. He's passionate about his church and he's passionate about us living righteously. It's time for verse of the day and it's Luke 20 verse 25. It says this, he said to them, then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. My gosh, there's so much in this passage I haven't talked about today, but I love this scripture. It reminds us. Don't forget to pay your taxes and don't forget to pay your tithes. I love this story. It's a brilliant story in its context. So please enjoy it as you read it today. Or perhaps if you've read it already, I hope you enjoyed Jesus outsmarting the Pharisees once again. But give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give to God what is God's. Don't forget to pay your taxes and don't forget to pay your tithes. And that's it for The Daily Brew today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're encouraged today to lean into what God is passionate about, how about you challenge yourself and write down some of those things that you read that God is passionate about? What are some of these recurring themes that you've noticed as, you, as you've been reading through the Bible plan this year so far? And hey, why don't you share this thing what's it called podcast vodcast devotional why don't you share it with a friend there's somebody out there in the world that will be blessed by it so make sure you invite a friend to join you along the journey 
And if it's the start of your day, have a wonderful day. If you're on commute, I hope you arrive safely. And if it's the end of your day, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 111 of the Daily Room. We'll catch you later.